we are in the main cover to cover going and looking at the various aspects of uh, the coronavirus and especially following that first uh, case that was uh, confirmed yesterday in South Africa. Now, tracing teams are searching for people who may have come into contact with South Africa's first officially diagnosed COVID-19 patient are expected to arrive in KwaZulu-Natal. The man is in self-isolation with his family in Durban. Now, the health department, with the help of some home affairs officials, is trying to track down travellers who went through the Bridge border post without being screened. Uh, for more, we joined on the line by Deputy Director responsible for procurement and medicines in the public health sector, Dr. Anban Pillay. Uh, Dr. Pillay, good speaking to you. Welcome to Updated Noon. Uh, good, good day to you and to your listeners. Uh, Dr. Pillay, let's just start uh, first with uh, this uh, concept of self-quarantine, self-isolation. What exactly is meant by that? And uh, when are you or, or how are you then allowed to do that or not do that? Please explain to us. So um, uh, countries have applied the principle of self-quarantine uh, or self-isolation in the context where there are uh, a number of people that have been possibly exposed to uh, contacts uh, linked to coronavirus uh, positive persons in an area, uh, but they are not high risk, they are asymptomatic otherwise, and the number is very large, and so it would not be practical or appropriate to put them into a single facility. So most countries have uh, applied this in the case of people returning from high-risk areas. So, for example, if you're coming back from the Diamond Princess and you need to uh, uh, come back to South Africa, we would then put you into self-isolation at home uh, for a period simply because you come from a high-risk area. But you yourself have tested negative uh, and have no symptoms. However, if a person is coming out of Wuhan, for example, where the risk is much higher and some of these people have not been tested, we would then want to put them into a quarantine environment where we, we regulate their movement, we uh, identify all of them in the same area, test them regularly, and only release them after we've confirmed that they are negative. So the, the quarantine is a far, far more strict uh, uh, um, approach, and it's linked largely to individuals who are probably high, higher risk of carrying the, the, the virus. So, Dr. Pillay, um, uh, focusing on this first confirmed case for a moment, uh, have the tracing teams arrived in KZN yeah. and um, uh, the ones responsible for tracing, um, you know, uh, how have they been in contact with the man and uh, have you been able to trace exactly uh, how many people they would be looking for at this stage? Yes, so they've been in contact with the man from yesterday when as soon as we tested him positive. He then shared with us all of his contacts and uh, obviously his family, the people that he uh, traveled with overseas and the people that he's been in contact with over the past couple of days, the people in the doctor's surgery as well as the, the, the other areas that he's been to. So all of those people, the tracer team that went down has taken swabs from them. Those will then come back to the, uh, to the lab and they will be tested. Those people will be put into, into isolation uh, for a period until the lab results come back and then we will then advise them further whether any further action needs to be taken.
Do you have any idea of what the number of people uh, is that we're talking about and how many of those have the team to date been able to trace? So the team said to me when I last spoke to them that they had 20 contacts that that he was in contact with that are at highest risk and they were focusing their energy on those people and they were, uh, had taken swabs from them and that they were now going to uh, get those results and then focus on the secondary contacts thereafter. And what about the aircraft that the man and this group of people he was with were traveling on? Uh, All the other people who may have come into contact with him, how do you then go about discerning on who to trace and who not to? So the aircraft is also part of the, the context. The, uh, the, the airline has given us the flight manifest. Uh, we, we know which seat he sat on. We know who was sitting next to him, in front of him, behind him, etc. And we will, we will then use that flight manifest to get the contact details of those persons seated in close proximity to him. And they also have been part of the context that are tested. Um, so we will get all of those results from the swabs once, we, once they come back. I should say that this particular gentleman, when he traveled, he, from what we understand, was not feeling ill. So he was not ill at that point. Uh, He only became ill on the 3rd of March. So he was probably still in the incubation period at the point at which he was traveling. Uh, And why is that relevant? Well, usually people that are asymptomatic are less likely to spread the organism to other individuals. Uh, um, and and so even if he was infected at the point, which he probably was, the likelihood that you are spreading it to other people is uh, is minimal. But nevertheless, we must obviously test them. But uh, I, I just want to just share that piece of information as well. Appreciate that. It is important. Um, and uh, yes. then also, Dr. Pillay, uh, with regard to uh, Cowan House Prep School, where we understand uh, the school has now been closed indefinitely by school management, um, are you perhaps there? Because we know there is a briefing taking place with the National Health Minister and uh, MECs in the province, as, as well as parents and school management. And also, uh, do you know anything more about the closure of the school? No, I'm actually here with the portfolio committee at the airport. We're doing an inspection of the Oartambo airport just to confirm our readiness around assessment of passengers going through the airport. So I'm actually here. I'm not with the minister in KZN. But I understand that the minister will be doing a press briefing fairly soon. And then, Dr. Pillay, a multidisciplinary task team in charge of this whole operation. And I'm sure you are aware of the reports about SANDF. Well, we got some clarity from um, uh, the SANDF with regard to the fact that it's all systems go. And I say some clarity because it seems very difficult to get uh, clear information. Do you know anything about uh, the quarantine facility and, of course, other services and whether that has been been procured at this stage? Well, the the services that have to be procured is basically uh, the aircraft as well as the site, and uh, that is in process. Uh, so the, 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 the target date is that we should have uh, the South Africans who are in China back within about 10 days, and the minister announced that on Sunday. So that's the kind of date, that target date that we're looking at. We obviously have to prepare uh, both for, for the approval of the flight. There's a lot of uh, air 
travel approvals that have to be done in terms of international regulations. And then obviously for the site itself, we need to finalize that matter. So uh, both of those matters are in progress. As soon as we, we finalize everything, we will certainly make an announcement about those details, about the finalization and when exactly people are landing and all of that kind of information. So just a final one before I let you go, Dr. Pillay. Uh, I am looking at a statement that was released by the department, your department, uh, just a short while ago, uh, in which uh, the department and the minister actually acknowledge and note the panic and anxiety that has been caused uh, by the confirmation of this first case. So please explain to us just a very quick ABC. People asking about wearing masks. They, uh, we heard in the news about uh, sanitizer, hand sanitizers being sold out. Uh, how exactly is the disease spread? And also, how long does it actually live outside the host body? Just a very quick run through on some of these things, please, Dr. Pillay. So, so the, the disease is spread by droplet spread infection. So when you cough or sneeze, the organism resides in the, in the, in the droplets that you produce. And that's the droplets that are used to get into the uh, body of another individual and infect him or her. So that's the way it's spread. It also can be spread where you, 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 your droplets get onto a surface and another individual touches that surface with their hands. And then their hands get, go to their face or any other mucous membrane where the organism can then uh, uh, get into the body and, and replicate. So those are the risks uh, and uh, the modes of transmission. So that's why we recommend hand washing and the use of a hand sanitizer. Um, and I think that is important, particularly in high-use areas where, you know, in a workplace environment where people are touching lots of surfaces and, and all of that. In, for example, a high-risk area like Oartambo Airport, where we are now, the staff here are all wearing masks and gloves because they're in contact with a number of visitors uh, or, or returnees who have been in contact with other people who may potentially be carriers of the virus. So here they're wearing masks and gloves, but ordinarily in, in your environment at work, I would discourage that kind of uh, uh, approach simply because it's unnecessary to, to have that at this stage because the, there's only one person who's confirmed with the case. In, in China, where the, 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 the case is obviously uh, uh, more widespread and they have to lock down a city, then there it makes very much uh, sense to, to everyone to wear masks and gloves, etc. But at this stage in South Africa, we only have one case, and I would suggest that people don't panic. I'm not wearing a mask or gloves, for example, in my normal day-to-day activities. Well, we'll leave it there. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, the uh, uh, Acting uh, Director General in the Department of Health, Dr. Anban Palay.